He has his say. You can have yours. Text us or call us and join the conversation. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe, brought to you by WVU Medicine. Welcome back. Your dreams were your ticket out. Welcome back to that same old place that you laughed about. Yeah, welcome back, my friends. It's round number two, the big gig for a Monday. It is our first day of October together here uh, on the Watchdog Morning Show. And we are glad that you are with us. 56 degrees, Wheeling, Ohio County Airport. 55 degrees at the Highlands. 53 degrees. Uh, in Elm Grove, and 56 degrees at the Robinson Otter Group Studios, downtown Wheeling, in the heart of the Ohio Valley. Going to be sunny, a high around 80 today. Will be pretty much the same way all this week, sunny, 80-ish or so all week long. By Friday, some rain could come in to mar the part of your Ogilvy Fest on Friday. Um, the temperatures start to drop again on Friday, down to around 68 or so, and then into the 50s for the rest of the weekend. Uh, but again, on Saturday, uh, Adam says we might see some rain in the morning for Ogilvy Fest. But other than that, it's going to be a partly sunny day. 57 or so for the high, 50s on Sunday, um, and a 50-ish week in the next week. But it's going to be going to be sunny, so it's going to be a uh, it's going to be a good uh, good week. Bob, um, I'd like to give you a quiz about that ABC newscast. Well, uh, I don't know if I'll have any answer. I didn't hear very well, Howard. It, <laughs> Was it there? Yeah. It. It. Uh. It. Uh, I'm tempted to do a quiz because if anybody could have listened to that and understood anything, <laughs> anything at all, so uh, we'll be uh, we'll be working on that. So they were late and we couldn't understand them. Is that yes, what you said? That is affirmative. Yes, they were they were late, uh, and then uh, and then uh, and you would think like ABC News. Look, I expected of well, you know, Donnie Gilbert. All right, but seriously, ABC News. They were late and then we couldn't understand most of them. But we are working on it. Yes, we are. We're hoping right. they're working on it. We're, and we hope that they're working on it, too. Let's see. Uh, before I get to Frank O'Brien. Um, An old newsman who's never late. No, no, he's early. We'll get to him in a minute. Uh, Merriam-Webster just added 690 new words to their dictionary. Okay. I, uh, all right. One of them I know. One of them I know. UAP was added. You know what that is? U-A-P. That's what used to be UFOs. Ah. All right. Unidentified aerial phenomena. They now call them UAPs. We've talked about that before. Girl boss added to the dictionary. We got one of those. It is, we have one of those. You're right. Never thought about that. It is, um, well, be careful. It is an ambitious and successful businesswoman or entrepreneur. Um, Riz. Riz was added to the dictionary. Any idea? No. Romantic appeal or charm. Hmm. It's short for charisma. He's got the riz. He's got riz. He's got riz. Uh, now, this one, I guess I could figure out. Doggo? She's got doggo? No, no, no. Not she. Well, it could be. Yeah, she's got no doggo. I bet a few of them have. It's just a dog. Oh, that's what it is. It's a dog. Ah. I don't I don't know why we had to add letters to it. Dog was a nice, good three-letter word. Now we're going to call it doggo. Here your, comes the doggo. Get your doggo off my lawn Uh I think this is a, probably a text thing. NGL. If somebody put that to me, I wouldn't know what it is. You know what it means? It stands for? No idea. Not going to lie. NGL. And jorts. I do know what jorts are. I know. Raising my hand, I know what jorts are. They're jean shorts. Like those. They've been added, yes, indeed. They've been added to uh, the dictionary. Um, Daisy Dukes, if I looked up Daisy Dukes in the dictionary, I, I wouldn't be able to find anything, Howard. Well, I don't. I think you probably would uh, be able to find something. I don't think they exactly would call them jorts. It's just they're just plain Daisy Dukes. Uh, and finally, uh, there are, again, 690 of these. I just picked a few of these. Uh, another text term, TTYL. Talk to you later. We will. So that's that's one of those dumb stories. Now that I realize I read it, the heck with that. Throw that in the trash can. That's just dumb. Frank O'Brien's coming up next. They have picked some finalists for the design and engineering work on the visitor center at the 
where the um, uh, old uh, Wheeling Inn is and will come down. I want to talk to Frank about uh, how they got down to three and what kinds of things these three are suggesting and what's going to happen next. That's coming up next here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Coming up on Metro News Hotline. On the Monday edition of the show, we'll take a look back at a very busy sports weekend, high school, college, and NFL football with the good, the bad, and the ugly. Chef Paul Smith will be here to talk about food and the restaurant business at 4 o'clock. And Carly, the former NFL All-Pro, joins me in studio at 5. Plus your calls, texts, tweets, in or out, and our question of the day. Metro News Hotline with Dave Weekly. Weekday afternoons from 3 to 6 at WVMetroNews.com and on this Metro News station. The possibility of lung cancer can be pretty scary, especially if you're one of approximately 8 million current or former smokers at high risk. That's why SaveByTheScan.org wants you to know that now there's a breakthrough low-dose CT scan that can detect lung cancer early, and it only takes 60 seconds. You stop smoking, now start screening. For an easy quiz to see if you're eligible, visit SaveByTheScan.org. It could save your life. SaveByTheScan.org is brought to you by the American Lung Association's Lung Force Initiative and the Ad Council. You want a hospital rising up to the challenges of today's healthcare demands. WVU Medicine Wheeling Hospital delivers the right care, close to home. Developing new and exclusive services, recruiting top surgeons, featuring the highest level of orthopedic surgery, improving healing, rehab time, and outcomes. Offering innovative heart care through our WVU Heart and Vascular Institute. Establishing outstanding urology services with a highly experienced urologist and staff. Providing comprehensive, world-class women's health services. And equipping the WVU Cancer Institute at Wheeling Hospital with cutting-edge science for the highest standard of care. We embody the mountaineer spirit, building upon strong traditions, moving forward with compassion. WVU Medicine Wheeling Hospital, delivering the right care at the right place at the right time. All right, man, this is it. I know you've been training hard all summer. Now it's time to cash in on all that work. This is the beginning of an important journey for all of us. Join the Pine Room Podcast Boys as they take it on the road. Join them every Friday at Gumby's from 12 to 3 p.m. Sponsored by Gumby's and Jill's Gentlemen's Club. Now let's keep this momentum going and make this season the one to remember. Followed by Matt Jones' pre-owned auto Friday afternoon walkthrough. From 3 to 5 p.m. The Watchdog. Your home for high school sports. FM 98.1, 97.7, AM 1600, 1370. Great conversation continues now on the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Howard Monroe. Brought to you by WVU Medicine. Everybody loves somebody sometime. Everybody falls in love somehow. Something in your kiss just told me my sometime is now. I think Frank O'Brien may have sung this song back in his karaoke king days. We'll ask him in a second. 56 at the airport. 55 at the Highlands, 53 in Elm Grove, and 56 degrees here at the Robinson Auto Group Studios downtown Wheeling in the heart of the Ohio Valley. Uh, promo there for the Pine Room guys uh, on Friday, of course, always out at Gumby's all during the football season. I think this week they're going down to uh, Moundsville, right? Moundsville. I believe they're at Walmart Drive. We have two Gumby's down there in Moundsville. I'll double check on that, but I, I believe it's that one. I know they are in Moundsville. You went down to visit the Pine Room guys during their broadcast in Elm Grove this week. I did, hung out there. I, I mean, they get people all over. They're blowing horns, stopping by, <laughs> and those guys are so polite. You and I would be saying, get the hell out of here. Can't you see we're doing Don't a blow broadcast your horn, I'm busy. <laughs> Shut up and leave us alone. But those guys are so polite. They are very polite and very nice, and uh, and uh, and they even tolerated you, I guess. Yeah, I hung out for a while. Yeah. I, I, I give them their space. I just say hi. Can I get you guys anything? Uh, I'll be over here. Let's go to Frank O'Brien from the Ohio Valley Convention of Visitors Bureau. Good morning, Frank. Well, good morning, Howard and Bob. I I guess my new theme song is uh, that, that's your song, Frank. Right? <laughs> <laughs> that, well, that song helped me get my first fifteen minutes of fame on a national audience on that Regis show. So that was fun. That was fun. Yeah, you were you 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 were you did a lot of singing for a while. I did. I did. In fact, uh, even at the Riverside Lounge, which is uh, it, it's inside the former Wheeling Inn. 
back when the Bory zoned in, I started karaoke there with uh, Greg Bory. Greg was the the founder of it, and then he brought me in to do some singing. And now you're going to tear it. And now you're going to tear it down. Uh, we can't wait, right? <laughs> Listen, we talked a few weeks ago about the overall plans for that Wheeling Inn and the general piece of property there. When last we talked, you were putting out, I guess I would call it a request for proposals to see what people would suggest. You got a bunch in, and I'd like to know how many, and now you've got it whittled sure. down as well. So tell me where we are with this. Uh, at the end of... Uh August, we, we had put out a request for proposal from architectural slash engineering companies and a total of six firms. Uh, the majority were, were local regional firms. Some were uh, you know, even further away. And, uh, and in that RFP, we, we had certain mission statements uh, about what our vision is so far, what we think would be good for that particular site, which included you know, a, a welcome center, a visitor center, some kind of state component, uh, uh, some kind of heritage center, um, and ways, now this is important, and ways to, to generate revenue so that the building becomes revenue neutral and isn't costing, uh, isn't a, a, you know, a daily uh, debit form on, on the CBB. So we put that out. And, and we gave uh, the companies, you know, adequate time to give us proposals. And so then we had a, a, a date where they needed to have them all in. And that was at the end of uh, September. And then the five partners, you see, we have, we're, the CBB isn't doing this alone. I mean, obviously the CBB stepped up and, and did purchase the property and, and to get it going because, you know, you can have all the dreams in the world, but unless you have site control, Right. Uh, none of that really matters. So, so we got site control, but we have some pretty um, diverse partners. We have the Wheeling Heritage, which is uh, going to help us along the way. Uh, the city of Wheeling is obviously a partner. We're talking about a gateway on Main Street and uh, perhaps some of the most valuable property in the city at this point. Uh, so having their involvement is key. Um, and, and so, so it's important for us and, and the Regional Economic Development Group, which uh, is a private nonprofit corporation that is involved in a lot of economic development and, and, and various ways of getting things done. So what we did is independently, uh, all six proposals, which were, you know, we, we gave them pretty much uh, what I mean, as long as they stuck to the vision, they, they weren't hindered as far as, you know, a budget or anything like that. We didn't talk about budget at this point. Um, we just wanted to see if their vision com was comparable to ours. And so the six companies, uh, we all had a rating and a uh, testing um, Excel sheet, and then we heard, had certain things, uh, you know, compatibility with our vision, uh, the right types of um, um, affiliations that they have, you know, decent uh, engineering companies. Do they work with geologists in the area? That kind of thing. And then, um, and, and, and so what we did is we all scored those independently. And then they were all uh, put together. And, and by Tipping Point, which is a company that uh, Wheeling Heritage hired to help the CBB negotiate this whole process. And so all of those were scored independently. And we looked at them and put them all into into the pot and and we came out with uh the three companies that that we felt were as close to our vision as possible and that was the mills group viridian and desmond uh, uh and and so what will happen now howard is somewhere around the 10th or the 11th of october um that that core group our group will be meeting to discuss again uh all of these final three um visions and, and uh, architectural and engineering uh, proposals. And then at that point, we will uh, actually schedule interviews, live one-on-one -on -one interviews with the representatives of those three companies. And then somewhere by the end of October, uh, we will finalize our, our decision as to what architectural and engineering firm is going to be with us through this entire project. Uh, we felt that it was really important to get them involved before we even start knocking it down. I mean, uh, so that, that 
there weren't any issues that would come up uh, down the road that we were unaware of. So that's our thinking. That's kind of where we are today. Frank, tell me, um, give but, me, give me a sense, give me a sense of what kinds of things the different groups were proposing. You don't have to tell me what group does what, and I don't want to, you know, I don't want to give secrets away, but what kinds right. of things did you hear in these proposals? You know, this, this is a whole space. You know, obviously uh, there's a, an area right next to the wheeling suspension bridge, which has been compromised for the last 150 years. There's been some type of obstructing building blocking the view of the bridge uh, for 150 years. So uh, taking into consideration site, site lines for that bridge. We also have a retaining wall on the back. <laughs> Speaking of somebody messing things up, guess who's on the phone trying to call me right now? Uh-oh, who's that? Donnie Gilbert. Oh, just, oh yes. just 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 hit the hit the reject button there, and let's. <laughs> well, uh, once again, Donnie has come back to be a thorn in our side. Did Frank, we lose him? Well, Frank, I guess trying to hang up on Donnie, he hung up hung on up us. on us instead. Well, maybe he'll call back. <laughs> Thanks, Don. Donnie Gilbert, bless his heart. Always, uh, always creating, uh, always creating. Um, Entertainment for us here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Oh my goodness! <laughs> All right, Frank, you're back. Um, uh, hey, but he even messed me up on that. I'm trying to get. <laughs> <laughs> How what? ironic is that? That's the strangest coincidence I've had. Oh no, no, it's, it's sometimes Donnie is just always out to get us. I think not by design; it just happens that way. So, all right, but I get so, Frank. There's going to be a view of the suspension bridge. Everybody is going to have to do that because that's part of what you guys wanted. But right. again, what kinds? What we also what, want to have. I mean, I mean, we were thinking about. Um, you know, we got to have some kind of uh, look toward the the Heritage Trail. We need to get access to that mm -hmm. from this location uh, in a way that is uh, very efficient and ADA compliance and and. Um, so we're looking at all that. Where would they place the structure? Um, how? What's that structure going to look like? So a lot of these people, they didn't really give us their vision. Uh, they didn't give us building design. They, they talked more about uh, uh, a creative way of using that 1.2 acre site. Frank, and, you and said how you, we can you mentioned that, you mentioned that uh, you know generating revenue would be somehow part of this. Is there talk yeah. about farming this out to a private developer at any point or part of this, you know, giving a part of it to, I don't even want to speculate, but, but to, to some private yeah. company besides just staying with the, uh, uh, the, 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 the public agencies just, that are despite, involved? Despite what, what you know, the, the social media people are saying about, you know, building another hotel and all of those things, uh, Quite frankly, we're, we're, what's going on right now is we are uh, doing extensive uh, environmental assessment of the surface and, and the uh, about 80 feet down into the ground uh, of that uh, particular site. And we're running into some environmental issues that will have to be addressed. Um, you know, there's been all kinds of contamination through the years, uh, various you know, whether it be some dry cleaning company that was across the street and leaving barrels of this or that. So so we got to deal with those issues first. We're also going to have to make sure that um, the asbestos abatement uh, is done in a way that's safe for everybody. And then ultimately, we need to decide how the building is going to be torn down and what, if anything, can be used to fill the hole that's going to be left. So as far as, you know, so once we get all of those issues, because obviously, if there's contamination on the site, um, you can't sleep there. It, it, it's, I don't know if you know anything about it. Well, you do. You're a smart man. Uh, if there's some kind of contamination at that site that you um, have to deal with, um, that's got to be an issue that you think about what you put in there. Right. But at this point, no. There is no thought process of either giving away part of this site or... or uh, that doesn't mean we wouldn't partner, perhaps. Gotcha. But there's nobody's given away anything. Howard. All right. So you're going to by the mid of October uh, meet again and review the three you have. End of October, hopefully, have a. Um, I don't know what to use developer or 
firm, whoever, however to phrase that, that will will then further present a more detailed design is what I'm gathering. In the meantime, uh, or prior to that, what's happening as far as demolition of the building itself? Is that left up to, I mean, that's going to be a separate... Yeah, that will be, you know, it's, it's not separate. We wanted to make sure that the architect was involved in that as well. Okay. Uh, and so, you know, they will ultimately uh, be involved in, in the hiring of uh, demolition experts and asbestos abatement. But one more thing that we ask, all of these architectural firms, part of the component of their vision and our vision is to seek input from the private and the public sector. Uh, we will be asking people uh, what they think uh, would be an appropriate uh, use of that space. Um, and, and, and so we are going to reach out to those folks. Um, and, and that's all part of the, the visioning statement. Uh, but we can do those two things at the same time. We can tear the building down and seek input from both uh, uh, a lot of other groups as to how it should look. Any sense on what a demolition time frame would be? Yeah, yeah. We, uh, I would like to have already started that process. Yes. But, you know, maybe uh, December, January, March, February, March 24. So, yeah, that'll be you, – you should be seeing some movement um, in January. You want to get the building down while the, before the streetscape is completed, I would think, just because there's a potential yeah. for interfering with that. So that was striking. Absolutely. And, and, and we're, we're pretty fortunate that there, you know, that project is taking place now, so we can limit any potential uh, you know, changes or damage to that space as well. And, and we don't want to do that, of course. Um, now, you said earlier that when you put out the request for proposals, you didn't suggest a budget gave them an opportunity to kind of figure out what needed to be done. and then, But at some point, there's going right, to be budget. Right. What do you think the next phase of this is going to be? Or what do you think the total – you bought the building, what, one point some million? Is that correct? Something like that? Yeah, 1.7 $1. million. Then there's going to be and – we, And, and we, we are working, actively working, uh, seeking both federal, state, uh, and private investment into the into – the, um, the, the financial stack. Uh, we have been, uh, at least preliminarily, if the federal government figures out what, what, what they're going to do, we, we will receive a $5 million earmark from um, Senator Manchin's office. Um, we also uh, are working currently with the state for abandoned mine lands funding uh, and tourism infrastructure funding. Uh, we're also working West Virginia DEP um, environmental for the first uh, environmental protection uh, to try to get some funding to actually uh, do the asbestos abatement, which is pretty substantial. Now, do you have any? So, with all of that in mind, do you have a potential yeah. budget figure? Yeah, anywhere between thirteen and sixteen million dollars. Okay, all right, uh, and that will come from the various sources that you talked about. So um, it's very exciting. You know, I, I believe I saw this. I think I saw that the name of the Doris Apartments went up on the building this past weekend or recently. So it's the, the Doris is moving along. It's kind of neat that the upper, uh, the what is that, the, the, the uh, northern part of the downtown area is now seeing a lot of attention. And this will really help to, to, to brighten up and, and, and make that northern part of downtown Wheeling, the upper part of the city, if you will, uh, you know, vibrant and exciting. So it's neat to see different things happening in different parts of the city, but you got to where the hotel is and will be coming down and where the new whatever you want to call it, Heritage Center, whatever is going to go in. Uh, you have the Doris Apartments already going up and ready for occupancy. Uh, the Bridge Tavern has put so much money into into uh, renovating their own building there. Um, it's an exciting time just for that part of town. Oh, absolutely. And then with programming at the Capitol Theater and, and what's happened at the former Stones uh, uh, Center, and, well, not former, it's the Stone Center with employment and loft apartments, you're, you're absolutely right. And, and with the ultimate finish of the uh, suspension bridge project, 
that whole section of town is going to be a, a destination, in my opinion. Uh, it's already, you know, people have been able to um, uh, get past some of the streetscape um, work and still go to see shows at the theater. So, uh, you know, people are, are going to get it. And so when you look down the road a couple of years, once the streetscape's done and, and this new building is there and uh, the Carl family, uh, who've done wonderful, are fully open and ready to go. I mean, it's going to be a hot spot in town, I think. The uh, My wife and I went to see, Nancy and I went to go see um, 1964, the Beatles tribute last weekend at the Capitol. Yes, yes. Great show. Even got my wife up and dancing. I don't dance, but it got my wife up and got her up and dancing in the aisles, and uh, we just we just had a great time. But Frank, I got to tell you, I was a little ticked off at that security I got to go through, putting my hands oh. over my head, and they got to wand me and open oh, your pockets, no. and yeah, I, I I don't like that. Yeah, it was it, I. Me too. I go through it. Too. I have to go through it as well, and. And, and, you know, and not that I should be given any special treatment, but you would think they would know me by now. And, and I, I, I had to go through the same one experience and put my uh, phone in a, in a little basket. So, yeah, it's the world we live in, I guess. Uh, you know, you better be safe than sorry. Somebody told me, uh, and it, it may have been just a stranger in, on, in that line, that eventually, rather than just a, a person there wanting it, there could be magnometers set up at there. Do you know if that's true or not? You would know if that is true. I don't know at this point. Uh, I do know that those types of uh, pieces of equipment are expensive. So, okay. um, yeah, it okay. might be. Who knows down the road? Okay, I got you. All right, for, you know, because that's a lot quicker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, I just, you know, caught me unawares. I'm to your pockets. Put you. I just came back from a vacation, and the worst part of vacation is going through the airport. Now I felt like I was back in the airport again. But fortunately, yeah, yeah. fortunately, the show was so good I forgot about my complaints. Because the show. Well, that's good. The show. I'm glad to hear that. And, and yeah, but the security measures are all part of uh, the America that we live in, I guess. So we I have suppose to make sure so. we're Frank, I appreciate your time this morning. Anything else we need to know? I guess the next step now will be uh, picking one of the three uh, and then right. seeing what their specific plans will be. And that's when we'll really get a better sense of what is likely to uh, to occur there. So. It's very exciting. And also, if you don't mind, if you don't mind, we'll contact you and Bob to to um, to talk about and and offer invitations for public and and uh, additional feedback on on this project as we progress. So, as I said, each one of the companies that was part of their uh, requirement, they needed to have a platform to reach out to people and get input. So, uh, before we build it, you're not going to make everybody happy. But we're going to try to make as many possible people happy as possible. That's, well, that's our goal. Certainly, uh, certainly, I'll be offering my feedback because, uh, well, you well, know, know that's good. kind of what I do. Yeah, yeah, and and we want that. <laughs> hey, appreciate it, Frank. Thanks very much. Uh, we'll talk to you again probably in the fairly near future. Appreciate your time today, though. Thanks. Right. Tell Donnie we said hi. Yeah. Hey, tell Donnie Gilbert we tell Donnie Gilbert we said thanks for interrupting the show. <laughs> Everybody loves somebody sometime, right? <laughs> there you go. Talk to you soon, Frank. Thanks a lot. Frank O'Brien, uh, head of the Convention and Visitors Bureau. My old buddy. He and I used to hang out and do bad things together. Um, 835, 25 to the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Uh, it will Good be Monday morning. Whoa. Hang on. I'm, I'm making up a list here. <laughs> Hey, that was that was my fault. I thought you cued me. My bad. Oh, I'm sorry. My okay. Well, then I won't. I'll put. But we got Donnie Gilbert interrupting us. ABC, who we made fun of earlier, just popped in out of nowhere a minute or two ago. Are there gremlins in there? I don't know. It's been a rough Monday. There's little midgets running around like pushing buttons. And you can't. Howard, see? they prefer little people. <laughs> <laughs> All right. He's not little. He's a big guy. He's uh, the governor of the state. Jim Justice uh, was asked about his financial forms and uh, the money that he's not making uh, at uh, a, 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 an administrative briefing on Friday. Uh, both Brad McElhenney and Steve Adams asked some questions. And in both cases, Justice kind of said, well, just don't y'all worry. It's all about goodness, 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 goodness. I'll share some of that with you coming up. And we've got some things to give you. We'll talk about that, too. Coming up next on the Watchdog Morning Show, it's 836. Headlines on this October the 2nd. 
Even with the high temps, summer is officially over and the crisp dry fall season is on its way. Although you may be excited, there are some precautions you should take if you're planning on burning any brush. October marks the beginning of fall fire season and it will continue through December 31st. The West Virginia Division of Forestry reminds people to confine their outdoor burning between the times of 5 p.m. and 7 a.m. and have all fires completely extinguished within that window. Requirements for burning include a pile of 5 feet by 5 with a perimeter that is clear from 10 feet away. The Wheeling Fire Department shared some of the most common ways a small burn can become a bigger one. And 7 News is your local election headquarters. A lawsuit has been filed in West Virginia to keep former President Donald Trump off the 2024 ballot. That suit originated with a Texas Republican named John Anthony Castro, who filed it in multiple states. He claims Trump can't hold political office because of Section 3 of the 14th Amendment to the Constitution. The amendment says that anyone who has engaged in insurrection or rebellion against the U.S. cannot run for office. As it stands, Mr. Trump has never been convicted on those charges. We spoke to West Virginia Senator Shelley Moore Capito about it, who calls the whole situation ridiculous and says it's likely being funded by anti-Trump activists. And mark your calendars. A decades-long Ohio Valley favorite is back again with a long list of activities for people to do. The 46th annual Ogilvy Fest fall celebration will happen next weekend, October 6th through the 8th. It's presented by WVU Medicine, Wheeling Hospital, and Reynolds Memorial Hospital. The event will feature regional foods, various homemade crafts, competitions for all ages, a parade, and even a fireworks display. All the details can be found at WTRF.com. That was a look at your headlines. Have a marvelous Monday. I'm Taylor Long, working for you. Rest and recovery time has arrived for the Mountaineer football team. And man, do they need it. Hi, everybody. I'm Tony Caridi. We'll talk about that, plus the Saturday victory over TCU and more on today's Mountaineer Report is brought to us by Kroger, the official grocer of WVU Athletics. Hello and welcome to The Kroger Show. At Kroger, everyone wins when it comes to saving big. Because when you order online through the Kroger app, you get the same great prices, deals, and rewards on pickup or delivery that you do in-store with no hidden fees or markups. Best of all, you'll know when items in your cart have a coupon, so you never miss a deal. So whether you're a delivery lover, picker-upper, or you shop in-store, you'll always save big at Kroger. Kroger, fresh for everyone. At Kroger, we know the minute a tomato is picked, the fresh timer starts. The sooner we get our produce to you, the fresher it is. That's why we've completely overhauled our process to shorten the time from harvest to home, giving you more time to enjoy your tasty tomatoes, strawberries, and salads. So whether you're shopping in-store, picking up, or prefer delivery, we're committed to bringing you the freshest produce possible. Kroger, fresh for everyone. An extremely needed bye week is in front of the Mountaineer football team this week as they nurse their wounds but still celebrate their 4-1 and record, including a 2-0 and start in Big 12 Conference play. Before we start to look ahead for what's coming up this month, let's close the chapter on last Saturday's game over the Horned Frogs of TCU as West Virginia knocks off TCU in dramatic fashion 24-21. What do we know now? Well, West Virginia all-time leads the series against TCU 8-5. and five. That includes a 4-2 and two record in games played in Fort Worth. West Virginia has now won four in a row, first time that's happened under Neil Brown. West Virginia reaching the 100-yard rushing mark for the fifth time this season. And when that happens, West Virginia is 22-5 and five in the Neil Brown era when they run for over 100 yards in a game. Garrett Green led the Mountaineers in rushing. That makes four different Mountaineers who have led the team on the ground this season. And West Virginia's defense, absolutely fantastic, held TCU to just one yard of offense in the third quarter, and that included negative eight rushing yards. And throw in the fact that West Virginia held TCU to 0 of 6 on third down conversions in the second half. West Virginia's defense has also recorded four or more tackles for a loss in 13 straight games. A lot of special plays in that game as West Virginia 
gets the much-needed victory. That is today's Mountaineer Report. It's brought to us by Kroger, the official grocer of WVU Athletics. I'm Tony Caridi on the Mountaineer Sports Network from Learfield. Stack Auction Service. We sell the earth and everything on it. From estates to business liquidation, antiques, coins, firearms, real estate, and more. We're also certified appraisers. Frio and Stack can handle it all. Call us now for a free outside consultation. 304-233-3168. Or visit FrioandStack.com. Licensed in West Virginia, Ohio, and Pennsylvania. Frio and Stack Auction Service. We sell the earth and everything on it. When the unexpected happens, it's good to know you can count on the certified professional restorers at Panhandle Cleaning and Restoration. Whether it's fire, smoke, flood, or storm that damages your home or business, you can rest assured that we have helped thousands of families just like yours. With the right people, equipment, and expertise, we are ready to respond 24 hours a day to get you quickly back on your feet. When disaster strikes, just pick up the phone. Teachers' desks are clean, chalk is fresh, and the blackboard is ready. It's back to school time, and we're ready with you on the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. You and me ain't no movie star. What we are is what we are. We share a bed, loving, and TV. To Betsy, look what I found laying here on my desk, Bob. What do you got there, Howard? I got 10 tickets to the Alice Cooper show at West Banco Arena. You and your friends going? Uh, well, I think I'd like to invite some of my friends here on the radio to go. I heard she's really good. Alice? Alice is terrific. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah, that's, uh, sure, sure. Alice Cooper at the uh, West Banco Arena, uh, this come not this, not next week, October the 8th, which Sunday. is Sunday, this Sunday at 7 30. Pretty big name entertainment. Uh, people say, William, bring it back some rock and roll groups. There's uh, Alice Cooper going to be at West Banco Arena. And I happen to have some tickets here. We happen to have some tickets here. And um, these are these are not the cheap seats, Bob. Not up the, uh, where you take binoculars, These Howard? are not the cheap seats. These are $120 per ducat. So you're saying the face value of each ticket is $120. $120. And we've got 10 of them. We're going to be giving them away over the next week. Uh, uh, in various and sundry ways. If you have an interest in Alice Cooper, we'd love to know if you're an Alice Cooper fan. Would you like to go? Uh, give Bob a call and tell him, 304-232-8255. That is not a giveaway question. It's just I, I'd like to know if you'd like to go. It could be nice. Maybe, maybe it might work for you. Like to go. Uh, let, let Bob know, and then he'll know. You know, Maybe he'll keep an eye out when the, we do the contest. And like Howard said, these seats are so close Alice Cooper How won't scare you. You might scare Alice Cooper. You're so close. <laughs> Again, $120 face value tickets. we got 10 of them, and we will be giving them away to you all over the course of the next several days. So just want to let you know. But I just found Here they are. They just showed up here. They said, Howard, do something with these. And I thought, well, Bob said, I, I'd like to share them with my friends. Well, it means I guess I get to give you a couple. But, I mean, other than that, uh, I got the friends on the radio. So stand by. If you're an Alice Cooper fan, if you'd like to have Alice Cooper tickets, uh, call Bob and just tell him. I'm not. We're not giving them away right now. But I would like to know if you would like to have them. So uh, kind of look, looking forward. I'm curious how many Alice Cooper fans we have around here uh, on our in our audience. 304-232-8255. Phone line's blowing up, Howard. And I can, oh, I'm looking at that. Yeah, man, that's good. That's probably going to be as bad as ABC News. Um, so, uh, anyways, uh, we've got 10 of them, and we're, we will be uh, giving them away. Again, it is October the 8th, this Sunday, 730. Make plans for you Alice You don't want to Cooper. watch the Steelers. You want to go see Alice Cooper. Go see Alice Cooper at West Banco Arena. So, we'll give those away a little bit later on. 14 to the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Let's see. i got a couple of texts off the text line, Bob. Not about Alice Cooper. I, I don't I, – I, Too early for the pit, Howard. Yeah, it's not the pit. It's just uh, sometimes I wonder what. 304-214-1600, Frio Stack, Ox Service, text line. I'm not a midget. 
I am really offended by your comment. Life is hard enough for me. Now the morning radio host wants to put me down. Yeah, I kind of thought that might get you in trouble, Howard. I didn't. Uh, it wasn't really my intent to offend midgets, but... Uh, little people, Howard. Little people. Uh, hello, Howard and Bob. It's from our hello. friends, from our friends Bill and Carol Sykes. Today, hi, they, Bill, hi, Carol. We get we're getting texts from them. They're traveling in Northern Europe with the Uniglob team, and um, today they are currently on a canal cruise in Amsterdam. Well, that's a place I wish we were sitting right now, Howard, See, in Amsterdam. That is, we Nancy and I took a Rhine River cruise a number of years ago. And that was the final city on the trip. And I got sick. Nancy and our friends, the Wellings, went to the Amsterdam cruise and wandered through Amsterdam. But I, I, I was so sick, I stayed home on the ship. Uh, so I didn't get to do an Amsterdam visit. But I really wanted to. I wanted they, to go. they do a couple, uh, well, they have wild activities there, Howard. I know. Bob Nay, uh, he said, oh, you're going to want to go and see the girls in the windows. Yes, I do. <laughs> but I, I was just too, too quick to do it. I, I apologize. I didn't apologize. I just I felt bad. I really wanted to go see it. Anyways, enjoy yourself, uh, Bill and Carol and all the folks. There are 77 people on that uh, Uniglub group. Hello to everybody. Hello to good everybody. Morning. But Bill and is Carol it still morning there, Howard? What day is it? It is 2.30 p.m. Ah, oh, well, good afternoon. I actually know that because they said it's 2.30 p.m. here. So it's 2, 2.30. It was probably 8.30. So 2.30 p.m. in Amsterdam as they get underway. Uh, let's see. Um Frio Stack Auction Service text line, you couldn't pay me to go see Alice Cooper. Well, we, we don't want to pay you. We just want to get a we couple want, tickets for you. We want you to go for free. We want you to go for free. <laughs> well, it's so, been a bad experience. Yeah. He must not like Alice. Doesn't like ladies like that. <laughs> Sorry we brought it up. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we'll be giving away the tickets uh, later on this week. Um, some of our advertisers will get some, and we've got, we're going to have a lot of fun with this. Alice Cooper. Uh, going back to the days of my Ute. 8.50, 10 to the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Need a new suit? Looking for a good book? Searching for a unique gift? The Ohio Valley's premier shopping choice is the Highlands. Find jewelry, hot new tech, arts and crafts, over two dozen stores to visit. From Walmart and Target to Cabela's, Menards, Kohl's, and Old Navy. Plan a day out of shopping, dining, and entertainment at the Highlands. At the top of the hill off I-70. See it all online at hitthehighlands.com. Over the years, you've brought opioids into your home. They helped when you were in pain, and you held on to them just in case. But holding on to opioids puts your family at risk. Learn more at www.fda.gov slash drug disposal. Turn that radio dial and walk in because the guys from the Pine Room Podcast come right here to the Watchdog with a new extended and revamped show. Adding six more hours into the week, join the guys from the Pine Room Podcast every Tuesdays and Thursdays from 12 noon to 3 o'clock to talk local, national, and global sports, news, pop culture, and everything in between. The Pine Room Podcast, right here on The Watchdog. Looking to buy or sell a home? For a reliable, experienced agent that has been serving the tri-state area for over 30 years, contact Denise Pavlik, Realtor Salesperson with Paul Associates in the Glendale Marshall County office at 304-281-5250. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard has led to a lot of firsts for me. It paid for me to be one of the first people in my family to go to college. That education got me to the first day at my dream job, which I could still hold while I served part-time. That job, along with the benefits I got through the West Virginia Army National Guard, helped me buy my first home. I also know that I'll be one of the first to respond if the Ohio Valley ever needs me during a natural disaster. I'm Sergeant Andrea Gump, and if you'd like to join my team, visit www.nationalguard.com WV for more information, or check out our Instagram or Facebook at WeGuard West Virginia. He has his say, you can have yours. Text us or call us and join the conversation. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe, brought to you by WVU Medicine. The falling leaves drift by my window. The autumn leaves of red and gold. I see your lips 
the summer kisses, the sunburn hands I used to hold. It's a nice autumn song. It's a good autumn song here on this first day of October for us on the Watchdog Morning Show. Not the first day of October, but for us on the Watchdog Morning Show. That's a nice autumn song. I like that. You had some great September songs to wrap up September on Friday, and it's a good, that's a good that's a good autumn song. As well, well, you know, uh, September can tend to be a little uh, well depressing too, Howard. It's the goodbye month. Well, uh, well, it's been great, but see we'll see you ya. in September. So I didn't yeah. want to hit them right, right off the bat, but yeah, that's a pleasant song yeah. from uh, Nat King Cole. Yeah, I like that. I like that. That's a very good song. The autumn leaves of red and gold. 56 at the airport, 55 at the Highlands, 53 in Elm Grove, and 56 here at the Robinson Auto Group Studios downtown Wheeling in the heart of the Ohio Valley. Sunny, 80-ish or so today, and pretty much the same way for much of the midweek. We'll begin to drop a little bit on Thursday. See some rain come in on Friday for the morning, morning Saturday as well. Temperatures drop into the 50s for the uh, tail end of the weekend. Although per- Bob, I think that's perfect Ogilvy Fest weather. If it, you know, I mean, if I had to pick, it's a it's a fall festival. Yeah, so, I mean, you don't want to be, you don't want to shiver, but yeah, it's nice no, to have a jacket you know, on, right? A, a jacket weather like wind that. blowing a little bit. I, I think that's. Uh, um, I think that's uh, that's really great. Uh, we had a promo for the Pine Room guys. A reminder: Pine Room boys will be on today uh, at uh, twelve. Uh, no, I'm sorry, at uh, two o'clock today, right after Seth Stasky is on from noon to one today, and uh, the Neil Brown press conference, which would be kind of fun to listen to. Actually, happy, uh, happy, happy. You know, uh, um, as opposed to tail end of last year, it was like, well, we got to do the press conference. Uh, hope I got a job. Um, much better, uh, much more fun today. Neil Brown press conference from uh, from one until two. And speaking of the Pine Room guys, they will be live from Gumby's again as they all every Friday during the football season. They'll be uh, down in Moundsville this time around. One of the uh, well, the John Marshall games to preview. They will, so make sure you uh, stop by and just don't blow your horn. Stop by. We have discounts and giveaways. I want to see Neil Brown with a little swagger, Howard. I want him to. I want him I to strut. I, strut I into the strut. press conference. I, he's not a strutter, but I think he'll. I think he'll show. What was the first word you used? Swagger. A little swagger. I think he'll use a little swagger. I mean, I walk think, in there like you own the place and like, say, "Get off my back!" Hey. Show your hands. How many of you are writing stories about I was gone, I was out of here? I ain't going nowhere. How many? Raise your hand. How many of you guys? All right, you guys, no questions for you. No questions for you. Just drop the mic and walk out, Neil. (laughs) I'm doing fine. Thank you very much. And move on. It's a, <laughs> no, uh, Neil Brown press conference day. But the Pine Room guys live from Gumby's uh, in um, Moundsville, probably the Walmart Drive location. I believe, but there is two Gumby's in Moundsville. And so you check that out from noon to three. Go down and visit with them. Our uh, Pine Room podcast live from Gumby's, always brought to you by Gumby's. And and very good, Howard. And Jill's Gentleman's Club. Because, you know, we're at Gumby's, so I tend to forget. It's my shortcomings. I forget what a sponsor we have in Jill's Gentleman's Club. And they they help they 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 bring us the uh, and this is one of the you know we have done so much fun stuff this year. I sometimes I feel like I I pat ourselves on the back too much this year, but I'm telling you, except for the ABC problem, <laughs> which we'll try to get fixed. We have done some really tremendous stuff this year. And Howard, you just gave me a, a terrific thought. You know, it's it's going to be payback time from old Bob. All this Amsterdam talk. I tell you what, I'm going to do. You payday to Friday. No, I'm going to Jill's Gentlemen's Club. No. That's where I'm going. <laughs> Friday's payday. I'm going to go up there and hang out a hey, little bit. They, hey, they pay us. You pay them, right? All right. I like that. I like that idea. Um, anyway, uh, Pine Room guys will be at Gumby's in Moundsville, uh, and then uh, Shady Side Wheeling Central game this weekend. That should be a good one, right? I do not have the schedule in front of me. Howard. Seven o'clock on Friday night, and uh, John Marshall was at Kaiser. Is that right, Kaiser? Are you getting all those notes at Howard? Yeah, my, my, <laughs> my official list here. Thank you. I didn't get a. I, I did not get the memo. Hey, you know we were talking with Johnny Carson earlier. All right. Yes. I'm the great Karnak. I know all. Ah, I see. You got the all. envelopes there in front of <laughs> the you. Envelope yes. is, the envelope is here in front of me. Um, WVU is off this weekend, so a bye weekend for the Mountaineers. But the uh, good old boys with Bear and Bob will be on. Bruised and battered, but uh, we'll be back. Is that going to be the new name for this, just for this no, week? No, that was temporary. Good old boys, uh, B- uh, Bob and Bear, bruised and battered. I, 
What happened to Bear? Again, I I'm not. Don't take this the wrong way. I you know I get used to you not necessarily <laughs> you know hitting a lot of home Bear runs. Bear is pretty dependable. But uh, what happened to Bear? Just Rough week. Steelers again. You know we we jumped on the Steelers again, thinking they should have rookie quarterback Howard. They should have just pounded Houston. No, they didn't. They did not. They did not. Uh, so, anyways, uh, some of what's coming up here on the Watchdog Morning Show. So, lots of good conversation and uh, tons of sports here uh, for your coverage. Like I said, I, I know I, I over-promote some of this stuff, but I do it because I'm so proud of the stuff that we do. And I tell you, last week when I counted up the number of local people we have here working in sports, I, it was like, you got to be kidding me. This little radio station here in Wheeling, West Virginia and Moundsville, West Virginia, We've got 15 people, 15 people devoted to providing you with local sports coverage, play-by-play coverage, analysis, sports, talk shows. It's just, it's amazing. And and then there's Bob and Bear, too. <laughs> we had one bad week. Don't give up on us. <laughs> All right. Um, Governor Justice financial report released last week. Uh, and we talked about it with uh, uh, Brad McElhenney, we learned that the governor has large numbers of assets, but almost none of them produce any income. Uh, He has a minimal amount of actual income coming in, and he has a gigantic amount of debt, loans, fines, and so on. What does the governor have to say about that? He talked with our uh, friends Stephen Adams from the Ogden newspaper chain and Brad McElhenney from Metro News uh, Friday. And he has a lot. You know, basically, I'm going to sum it up here and I'll give you the, the, the actual words later. Basically, he said, hey, stop it. I, we're doing the best we can. We're doing the best we can. We're not in terrible shape, although I'm not sure that I would concur with that. Um, but it was basically, basically, we're, we're a bunch of, we have, we have goodness. We have goodness in our heart, and we're trying to help the state of West Virginia. And I want to talk more about that coming up in the next hour. i got uh, some of the quotes, specific quotes and comments uh, that he has. Uh, also, if we have time, we'll talk about the federal shutdown in the next hour as well, which has been averted for now, but we're still going to be nervous about whether it's going to happen down the road. And Kevin McCarthy could be losing his speakership. I give him credit. For taking the risk, he said, "Look, you, look, you guys want to vote me out? Vote me out. We got to get this government to keep it open." So I, I commend him for that. Not much else, but I commend him for that. It's nine o'clock, and um, ABC might cover the news. FM 98.1, AM 1600, WKKX Wheeling. FM 97.7, AM 1370, WVLY Moundsville. From ABC News. I'm Sherry Preston. Donald Trump is expected this morning before a New York judge who has already determined that he committed fraud by inflating his net worth by more than $2 billion.